Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the ocean state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, guys. <laughs> Sasha has the giggles. <laughs> um, how? I hope everyone's doing well. Sorry, I'm like not in the right mind space for this. Loopy. Loopy. Um, it's a really nice spring day, and I'm so excited to be outside, but I'm even more excited to be here in the studio, in this windowless studio. <laughs> I'm more excited to be in this windowless room (laughs) laughing at Nick trying to start the freaking podcast. (laughs) Um, No, but anyway, we have a very fun guest today. Well, they're all fun. I feel I need to get better at using different like adjectives than like fun and great and interesting and exciting. We have a guest. Um, (laughs) They spoke. They're on the podcast. We listened. We asked questions. Oh, yeah. And I completely forgot to mention that. Well, I guess it'll all come around. This was our first ever on location podcast recording. Yep. So completely it was remote. Really cool. So that's all to tell you that the podcast, I'm going to have Nick say his name. He's better at it than I am. Oh, but I forgot his last name now. Berman. Berman. So his name is Gunther Berman. Gunther Berman. And well, before we were recording, we were recording it. This Nick was saying it with a very fun accent. Gunther. So I was, <laughs> there we go. Um, so Gunther Berman is the um, owner of the Newport Car Museum that's located. Where? In Portsmouth. In Portsmouth. Um, and we got to go there and record at the car museum, which was so cool. Someone who is not like super into cars, like I didn't really understand like the, I don't want to say like the interest of it because I feel like any sort of museum is cool. But like for me, I'm like, oh yeah, a car's a car's a car. But he has. I thought you were going to walk in his like Toyota Corolla. <laughs> 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 Look, a 97 Honda Civic. <laughs> no, but he has like every single car you can think of. Well, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not to a car aficionado. But to me, every car, every color, every shape and size, it was so cool. It was so interesting. He even had a little Tykes car. That was my favorite car. <laughs> yeah. It, so like, I guess every car is a bit of a stretch, but it was like uh, he had classes of cars. So like mm. certain types of cars. So he did have like his foreign car area. There's like a, a Ford area and then he has kind of a nice stretch of like um, old to newer cars, uh, things that are historical. He did. He had a Porsche section, uh, yeah. which with all kinds of stuff there and then kind of like an American muscle area. So like he had a really good um selection of like different types of vehicles from different eras yeah and he's like really um he's so passionate about all the cars he knows like you could be randomly walking there and point to some random car and he would know like a little bit about the history where it's from like some sort of connection to it which was really cool to to meet someone who's like so interested in the car itself in the car's history um, we also got to meet, she didn't speak on the podcast, but his wife, Maggie, who had a huge part in designing the car museum, the layout of the car museum is so easy and so user-friendly, um, to experience the cars and they have a beautiful gift shop and the front little entrance. Nick and I were like greeted by this wonderful woman who was so happy to see us. It was it, honestly, the whole thing was just wonderful. Yeah, it was really cool. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I don't think I've ever been to a car museum before. Mm-hmm. Um, like in particular, I've definitely been to like museums, like history museums where they'll have like a Model A or a Model T or, you know, something historical. But um, I think I was more impressed than I planned on being. I yeah. had never been there before. And I, I thought it was really cool that just the selection that he had. Um, 
his demeanor in general, uh, he's a little bit of an older gentleman, but he's mm. particularly uh, really enjoying uh, doing what he's doing <laughs> and uh, being able to spend his time doing what he's doing, which is incredible. And he had a, a, a vast knowledge base of, uh, you know, car history and different cars, especially the ones that he really loves. Yep. And uh, I just found it. I mean, for lack of a better word, really interesting, really cool. We spent See, more time there. See, there's that word there. again. Yeah, it's, it's hard sometimes. I'm like, oh, we should have an open thesaurus in front of us. Um, but we ended up spending quite a bit of time there yeah. after uh, the interview and uh, walking around and kind of getting a little bit of a tour. I think it's totally worth the trip. Totally, uh, for 100%. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all, uh, you know, for if you want to go with your, your family, little kids, I think we tell a story in the podcast about walking in and there's a couple of like little girls there like freaking out about the cars. They which were was incredible. so excited. And then, you know, if you wanted to take a trip with uh, with the guys or, you know, yeah. even or with your wife, if your wife golfs, but there's an indoor golf place that's uh-huh. right there, too. And you can kind of make a day out Nick of it. Nick was so mad that he couldn't go to the indoor golf place. Yeah, afterward. if I knew it was there, I would have brought my <laughs> clubs, man. It's not like I'm a good golfer, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was a beautiful day. So it, it would have been. Nice. Yeah, but it was all in all. It was a really cool experience to go there to after the interview um get to like explore the place that we were just talking about i thought was really cool because we've obviously never done that before um but yeah so we had a really good time he was super fun and nice and um welcoming and warm and for someone who has such a successful business and and life you know that can be a little intimidating he's very approachable he's super nice and approachable and and really like funny and you know, it was it was a really good experience. I was like a little intimidated going into it. Nick knew like walking in. I was like, <sighs> like hyperventilating. <laughs> but it all ended up going really well. And he, and he was lovely. His wife was lovely. Everyone there was great. So I'll be back. I'm going to bring Brian. Yeah, 100%. So Brian can see their one Volvo. They only have one <laughs> Volvo. And I... I, I... Hope that everybody, you know, if, if even if you just saw Newport Car Museum and weren't sure if you were, you know, this was going to be your kind of podcast, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. He's mm. very fun, uh, and I think everybody will like it and would like to go to the museum. I think it's good for everybody. Oh, yeah. And there's this, do you remember the name of that, like, really cute coffee shop, like, on the way? Was it Cafology? Oh, uh, yeah, like Cafeology, Cafeology. There's this really cool. It used cool... to be on, like, the kind of main strip in Newport. Mm-hmm. So when you're driving to the Newport, Newport Car Museum and you're like, I'm in desperate need of a coffee. There's this really cute little coffee shop right on the way. And it has like a hummingbird in the logo. Stop there, get your coffee, then go to the car museum and just like enjoy your day with your friends, with your buds, with your kids. Yeah, perfect day out. And I think everybody's going to enjoy this episode. So, you know, um, maybe grab yourself a coffee right now. Settle in. Hopefully uh, you're, you got enough time to listen to the whole thing. And I think you can enjoy. Yeah. Have fun, guys. Have fun. Um, so, well, first of all, thank you, Gunther, for giving us your time. I know that you are, what is the, it's not, is it bi-coastal? Tech, right? Florida and here, right? Well, it's, well, it's the same coast. It's but. the same coast, but it's like different ends of the coast? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what is a, what is a term that we can make up for that? I don't know. It's East Coast. East yeah, Coast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Different sides of the East Coast. So thank you for, I know you're, um, you know, you're back and forth a lot. And, you know, I'm sure that when you're here, your time is precious. So thank you for giving us some of it. We really appreciate it. Oh, I look forward to this. Yay. Um, so for our listeners, this is really exciting because this is our first remote recording. So we are currently in the Newport Car Museum with Gunther Berman. 
Did I say that correctly? Correctly. Yes. Yep. Um, and we are we were lucky enough to work with um, the folks here at the Car Museum to get this set up to do it here, and it's really cool. Right outside where we're sitting are a bunch of beautiful cars. I don't know what their names are because I know nothing about cars, but they have cool doors and they're cool colors, and yeah, it's really cool. Well, in addition to cars, we have a lot of uh, mid-century modern furniture for oh. people like that, and um, some some wonderful artwork that uh, is the background for the background for the cars. Yeah, and uh, so so people in as much as it, it's a car museum, it's mm -hmm. also a bit of an art museum, and people who aren't really car people are into cars. I think and enjoy themselves here, and uh, and we have. Um, everything but uh, um, wonderful cars of various eras, but a wonderful gift store. And I, ho I hope the experience is something that puts smiles on people's faces because, mm. you know, we say to our staff and we say to, the, to um, people who ask about the museum, our whole intention is to put smiles on people's face and for them to become ambassadors for the museum, to bring their friends and I love that. enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, <clears throat> like you were saying, it's like an art museum. Mm. And that's one thing, even people, people that say they're not like car people, I think they mean like, oh, I'm not going to spend all my money on a car. I'm not big on driving. But like when you see them in a space and like, especially the types of cars that you have in a car museum, they're just visu visually like, Amazing. incredible to look at and then mm -hmm. the engineering behind them and all of that as well like i think even if you're not a quote-unquote car person seeing them all in one place on display and like understanding what's behind them like will make anybody into a car person for the day i think yeah i mean most car museums have uh, velvet ropes and the cars mm -hmm. are lined up with signs in front of them so you can barely see them our intention here we we had some help in on the design of the museum so that um uh, there are no ropes. Uh, you can get uh, up close and personal to the car, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And you know we have 114,000 square feet, so it's a it's a, a substantial area. Uh, we really helped during COVID because you could easily socially distance yeah. as, you, yeah, as, you walk, as you walked around the museum. And uh, the cars are all up on platforms mm -hmm. rather than having ropes around them. And uh, so the experience is a little bit different than the normal car museum that that. You know, uh, it's become a sort of a uh, way that uh, car museums have evolved in the U.S., where the cars are just in a big, big line. We mm. have platforms, and we have them scattered all over the place, and with um, identifiers that uh, that tell a little bit about the cars. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of car museums again have gone to iPads and things like that, and. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we don't want people looking down. We want people mm, looking, looking up. up. Yeah. Looking, looking at, up. Looking at the car. We don't the want car. them looking at their phones or iPads or something. We want them looking at the cars and talking, mm. frankly, talking to themselves. It, it, it's it's wonderful to have women who aren't normally car people who walk through through the place. And and we've had obviously a lot a lot of um, of women who have been taken. Um, kicking and screaming to the museum who walked out and were very complimentary. <laughs> who are fans. Yeah, yeah. Who, who have become yeah. fans. But, uh, I mean, one of the intentions is that you bring your whole family. Mm. Kids can enjoy it. Um, they can't. We, we're, the, the gift shop is probably the largest uh, uh, classic and uh, exotic car um, dealership in America. We sell 
I think we sold 10,000 cars last year, but they're only wow. six inches long. Oh, I was going to say, where do you keep them? Oh, my God, so, you had me going. I was like, wait, where so are they? Fantastic. <laughs> and what you were saying about uh, kids enjoying it, too. When, when oh, we my walked God, in, it was the cutest thing. Uh, we walked in, we were just waiting. We were uh, for your wonderful person at the front desk Yeah, here, let me and- just say, like, j- from the second you walk in this place, you feel like you're with, like, your your family. Like, the the faces are smiling. It's It feels, like, fresh in here. Like, beautiful yeah. job. Anyway, keep yeah. going. We're, we're not in competition with all the Herb Chambers deals. <laughs> <laughs> they're just only ones. six inches long. Yeah, the, we walked in and there's a, a family with uh, three little girls and, you know, the, it was getting a little busy so the person at the front desk was like, oh, you know, um, I'm not going to be able to walk you over there but, uh, you know, when you walk in, this is in front of you. Off to one side, you'll find the Corvettes and oh one of the God. little girls goes, I love Corvettes. Oh, it was the cutest <laughs> was thing. so funny. And every time the woman at the front desk said like a different car brand, the little girl was like squeeing. Like she was like, oh, I love those. Oh, I love and I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it feels like you said, I'm not someone who's into cars. I don't really know the difference between X, Y, and Z. But I know like the second I walked in and I saw like even the motorcycle you have right in the the welcome, I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful and the paint and the way the lines work. And it's it's an art museum. Like it's a way to I mean, obviously, if you're into cars, even better. But like if you come into it at a purely like engineering art sort of uh like vision mm-hmm. it totally makes sense yeah. it's it's like why are there certain cars that are yellow or red or why choose a car to be like a bright color versus a dark color like the way um you know like us as a human society have changed so much over the years also cars have like they've followed us in our trajectory of technology and style and i think um, it's so or, cool or led the way there too sometimes yeah. that's well, true if you go into the fin car areas you see that the um the evolution of of um, american car design it was mm. the jet age they have the fins yeah. with like rockets yep. coming out of the tailpipes and things like that it's it's great you know you talk about the color of the cars we are talking this morning about our gift shop, and I always ask my wife, okay, what's the best seller? Oh. And she goes, pink Lamborghinis. I really? Don't think there, I don't think there is such a thing, but we, it's a, be- a best seller. It's six inches long. I would That's have guessed amazing. red. What, do you, what would you have guessed? Yeah, probably red. I would P- guess red. Pink. The second is pink Volkswagen. So. Okay. I would. Okay. okay. I, I know, see that. The bugs. I know what a Volkswagen is, and I would drive a pink Volkswagen. I would Especially be like that. the old school bugs are awesome. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're really cool. So yeah. a quick question. Do you have a favorite car? But I'm going to put like a like a little you asterisk. Know, asterisk. In the museum and then like from your life, you know, like what have you driven that even if you didn't own it or whatever, like experienced? Um, I'm my own curator here mm. and I only buy cars that I like. A lot of, pe- <laughs> a lot of people come say, geez, I'd like to put my car in the museum. Do you like this? Do you like this? I, I, I don't want people to say, well, my car isn't displayed in front. And mm. so um, I've tried to keep it just just the cars that that I really like, yeah. And there, therefore, you know, all the cars are really special to me. And um, so, I have three kids. You asked me the question, which one do I like the most? <laughs> I can't tell you that. I can't say in terms of the cars either. Um, there are some special cars. Mm. The, you know, the the four twenty seven. SC Cobra is a really special car. There aren't many of them, and mm-hmm. we have a real one. They're the one that's probably most replicated. See the and, kit cars for them. Yeah, kit yeah. cars. Yeah, and but we, you know, we have, we have a real one, and 
that's that's really cool. But uh, you know, probably when I when I, um, I did well in life, I, the cars that I enjoy driving the most and I've had the most of is uh, is um, Porsches. Oh, nine uh, eleven Porsches. Um, everything from a 69, 912 to um, now a, a couple of GT2 RSs and things. That, so um, that's that's been a car that I've driven a, a lot in my in my lifetime. But um, I like to drive them all. You mm. know, they're all on low platforms, so I can take them out. So all of the cars like in this it. museum, you can drive. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're his. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You have to ask for permission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you have uh, so just a? I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but there's <laughs> there's kind of a thing uh, that I've heard a lot of people talk about where, you know, when you have some success in life, a lot of people want to go back to you know when you were a kid. There was a thing that you know, say. Uh, for some people, it would have been a certain kind of shoe or mm. it would have been uh, a bicycle that everybody else had that they didn't have or, you know, what have you. Uh, was there a like specific car that like when you were able to get it, you felt like, oh, man, I got this car. It's one that I haven't been able to get, frankly. Oh, really? Um, I, what I remember as a kid um, sort of s sitting in front of a, uh, a console uh, radio listening to the Yankee games mm -hmm. and um, taking, we subscribed to um, uh, National Ge Geographics. I, I went to a, a, a an, an ad for, uh, Sudebaker Packard used to be the, um, the dealer for Mercedes in the United mm -hmm. States. And I can still remember seeing for the first time a, a, a Mercedes Gullwing Mm -hmm. oh. And um, I remember and s s watching, the, listening, not watching, listening to the game, and putting a piece of wax paper over that ad and tracing that oh, car. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. And I keep missing one of those things. I did this this week. There was a um, an auction for um, in the about the same vintage that they came out with the the um, the Gullwing. Um, there's um, they Mercedes raced these uh, these cars called SLRs. Okay. Um, Sterling Moss drove them to victories in a number of races and things, and then one of them went into the stands and killed eighty people oh or God. something like oh, that. Wow. And Mercedes did away with racing. But anyway, there's two of those left. But there's a fellow in Argentina who was a Formula One driver who built four of these cars mm -hmm. uh, with. The sanction of Mercedes Benz, and um, one of them, one of those cars, it's in Belgium, came up for sale, and I bought it recently, Ooh. and it's 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 coming here sh shortly. It's going to be a very special car because Aww. of I, I you know in the museum I I love original cars. I don't buy replica cars or um, rebodied cars or any of that kind of stuff um, unless it's really really special so this is really special i mm. just did the same thing with a with a gto cool. a ferrari gto i, I said mm. i would never buy, i said i would never buy a, a a ferrari because if um if i started collecting ferraris as you know the a real gto just um david mcneil from weathertech just bought one for 70 million dollars that's more than the whole collection's worth oh here. my god so wow so um i i know if i 
if I started Ferraris, I'd wind up in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Bank, divorced, bankrupt, dr- drunk. I don't, I don't know oh, what would no. happen. Yeah. Now, so, as a someone who, just really quick, who does not know about like the collectibles of cars, when you say a replica, do you mean that it's built present day to seem like the older car? Well, there's a whole bunch of companies that like um, build um, cars that look just like our uh, uh, 427SC Cobra, mm. and they've modified them a little bit, but essentially it, it looks like one of those cars. Yeah. Um, th- some of them um, are not available. There's only, I think, 31 of those. Oh, wow. L- l- one of those cars. So they rebuild them so that you can see them. We have very few of, of what they call replica cars or rebody mm. cars. We have a a um, uh, a '63 Grand Sport co- co- um, Corvette. Mm-hmm. There were only six of those, and so they're, those are impossible to get. But I found someone who had built one that is exactly the same as one. Yeah. Um, they, you know, obviously the SC Cobra. We ha- we have another one that uh, that X. Actually, it was built in a MIG factory in Poland that's a replica of the SC, SC um, Cobra that we have. At Daytona, there's only six of those cars. Wow. And we, we have a replica of, of that. And now we have a replica of a GTO, and we have a replica of um, of an, uh, an SLR Mercedes that's going in the museum. Because, you know, going back to it's an art museum. Mm. The, the, look of, the look and what the car... Uh, and some of them are just impossible to get the the, the design of the car. Mm-hmm. People won't be able to see unless you mm. unless you unless you rebuild you, you, it. You, you rebuild it. Yeah, there's not the same impact in a photo as there is like yeah. seeing right. It so in you're real seeing life. seeing the lines the lines and what a car looks like. When we first opened up, uh, someone came through the museum and uh, they were here for a, an anniversary, and his wife said, "My husband is blind." And he would like to go through the car museum. And I said, okay. Um, he said, you know, he's a real car fan. And when he had his sight, he rebuilt cars. And what he would like to do is just go around and feel the car. Mm. So we, we gave him a pair of white gloves. Oh, and, my God. And he, he That's went awesome. And That's he, cool. had the, he had the best time. And he got to so. experience it, in a, yeah. again, like an art museum, like get get to experience. It's like touching sculptures. Yeah. You know, that, that's oh, what that's I'm saying so about the replica. Cool. They're really yeah. modern-day sculptures mm. of kinetic art. Yeah, yeah. And what I said earlier, I said kit car earlier, um, and I, correct me if I get this wrong, but it's essentially like, like a re- replica car, people can purchase chassis of certain cars that are more easily found that are about the same size as the car they're trying to replicate and then you essentially build the shell and some kind of replica motor sometimes you can get a remade motor or what have you and you essentially have what looks like that car Mm. but just isn't the original version of that car. yeah because the original versions aren't really available or or affordable yeah Yeah, exactly now i have a workaround on the question about your favorite car because I know you can't answer it. <laughs> no, I can't. But I have a workaround, I think. Because since being in the museum and being in the office that we're in, I'm like seeing all the beautiful photos that you have. Do you have a favorite like like era or style of car? That's a good that's a good that's that, a good workaround. That is good. See? Yeah, I do. You Se- do. Seven. Okay, what does that mean? 
seven years or seven. Oh my God! My <laughs> cars. I love Porsches. <laughs> we have a pop-up Porsche gallery. I yeah. love the mid '50s to '60s oh, fin yeah. cars. We have a gallery like that. Yeah. I love Mopar high performance cars. Yeah, we have you know everything <laughs> everything from a Superbird. I lo I love the muscle cars of the '60s. We yeah. have a whole gallery. Yeah, I love Corvettes and there's we so have you a, just love all of them. Well, you we won't love give all it to we me. love all our galleries. I'm not so big into Peugeots. I don't have okay. any of those. You know. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to know. Do you so like do a you, convertible? Sorry. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, do you have one of those? I'm pointing to the bullet car uh, on a Steve McQueen poster. We we don't. But we have the car that he was chasing. We have a, oh, oh cool. that's so cool. We, we we have a, a Hemi Charger that he blew up on on, on that chase. Oh, oh my nice. god! And and the 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 real Steve McQueen car. I, I saw it. Uh, it came out of some family that had it for a long time. Mm -hmm. The one one of the four or five that was in that movie. Yep. Um, I think got sold back to maybe one of the studios for $4 million. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Now, That's cool, though. through reading about the museum and, and your connection to the cars, is there, um, you know, I heard you say auction. Is that where you get most of the cars through auction? Um, I I buy them on eBay. Oh, that's <laughs> Sometimes well, I buy them. That's cool. I buy them probably in the last two or three years, these online auctions have mm. come up. So I buy I buy them there. I buy them in live auctions. Cool. I buy them from dealers. Yep. Uh, and I have a couple of friends that are in the business that, that locate cars mm. for me. So a lot of different places. That's do you, awesome. Do you do any, do you buy everything restored or do you do any restorations <laughs> on your own? <laughs> I'm laughing because I used to restore cars. Um, and they were worth half the money I had in them, even oh, if yeah. I paid myself a dollar an hour for the money <laughs> that I spent. So I oh will not do. I will not do a restoration mm. ever, ever again. I yep. buy them beautifully done, and yep. whoever I buy them from, he, they're selling them to me at half of what the money they had in them. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a good that's move. true. That's true. Um, and I wanted to really quick bring it to because we're obviously in the beautiful state of Rhode Island, and we're in Newport currently. You live here part of the time when right. you're here in Newport um well two questions about the Newport do you how important was it for you to have it here in Newport have the car museum in Newport well uh, I mean we didn't have any intention of doing a car, car yeah. museum <laughs> I, we, I moved to Newport in 2010 okay um basically because my kids were graduating from college and they some of them lived in New York, some of them lived in Boston. This was a wonderful place in between yeah. that, that yeah, uh, would be uh, attractive and uh, bait to have our, 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 our kids, kids come, come visit. Kids <laughs> come. I, I had sailed a n number of times and I thought this was a wonderful community and mm. it's, it's still on the water and things like that. And uh, so we came here and um, it started to work in terms of bringing the kids here and we bought a sailboat and oh, thought that. thought that um my 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 wife is a world champion she wasn't a youth world champion sailing oh my god uh, wow. so cool she, so we're out on the boat and we had some wine and cheese and <laughs> we're sailing off and she said you know, we're <laughs> sailing in the bay it was really great and and um uh, she goes hmm this is boring as hell let's go back and race sailboats so um we we sold the cruising boat and uh, bought a twelve meter that that we race that and races the races oh and then we did a, a TP fifty two which is a you know really a, a 
world-class kind of racing boat for a while. So so we've raced sailboats That's for so a long cool. time since. So this is the the best place in the world to race sailboats. Oh, so, really? So, so it's been a wonderful, uh, a wonderful place to um, not only enjoy living in a wonderful community in a great mm -hmm. state, but also do the things that we love. We <laughs> when we when we when we had we we had the 12 meter and the TP52 were pretty busy sailing those boats and that's how this came about. I uh, woke up one morning and we had the cars stored in a, in a facility here in in Portsmouth, and uh, I said, Maggie, we're not driving the cars. Uh, we're racing sailboats. Uh, we should we should sell them. We're you know, what do you think about a car museum? She goes, that's a good idea. Oh, my How God. How about the car museum? I love that. So that that sort of gave me an open ticket to starting to buy all More the cars. cars. <laughs> I've, I've, I've loved them my whole life. <laughs> good and work around. I and like it's it. not, you know, the good thing is, is that you're not, you know, before when you had when you brought up the question to sell them or start a museum, you weren't getting to utilize them. Now you can buy cars for everyone to utilize. So it's like best of no, both worlds. No, not so much. Not, not so, so much. much. No. I don't let other people utilize them. <laughs> <laughs> I let them look at them. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, I was saying before, it's so special too. I put a caveat on that. Yeah, go ahead. So when, when I buy cars, new cars for the museum, we have a bunch of kids that that uh, are uh, at the front desk or mm. working in the, in the gift shop or doing other things around here. So when the cars come, one of the benefits that they have to working here is they get to drive the car. Oh my God. Mm. So they come off the truck That's and the kids so are out there cool. in a line. Uh, like <laughs> when the when the Lambo Aventador came, one of one of the kids is a, a senior in high school. Oh my God. And he jumps in the car and he said, you know, take it for a couple laps around the parking lot. At the fourth lap, we had to stand in front of him because he really wouldn't. <laughs> He's not good. He out. was going. He was going. He was like, "Bye, I'm in the yeah, car." Yeah. That is That's so. Amazing. Can you imagine being like a senior in high school and being able to drive, like one of those no. cars? That is crazy cool. It's. it's I, I have a smile on my face to watch these kids. Uh, yeah, and, oh, yeah. And I feel like, like, in what other opportunity would you have to do that? Right. You and then. Uh, the woman again. This woman that is at the front desk, she really is like a star of the show. She's so lovely, and she was talking about how much she just loves working here. And I'm like, I can picture her in a little <laughs> driving like a fancy car. Like it's just so lovely. It feels like a really good, it, great. She place can fit to in be. all those Italian cars. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 us so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I, a thing. Some of them, you like, you have to be a certain height and size tiny. to even fit into one of them. Yeah, there, there was yeah. a guy that came in who was expressing all this love for the. McLaren Senna that we have, mm. very special car, you know, basically a race car that you can drive on the road. And he was about six four, six five, and oh my god, that's so good, tall, pretty good sized guy. And he, I said, I, he goes, I love that Senna. I said, come with me, let's let's see if you how much you love the Senna. So we open the <laughs> open the door. He smashed his head on oh, the no. door. He could barely crawl in because it's very, very tight. Once tight. you're in, you're good. And we slammed the, <laughs> slammed the door. Um, and I said, okay, now you have to figure out how to get out. And, <laughs> the, and he's still at, in there till this day. At, he's, looking, <laughs> he's looking all over the door to get out. And the only way you can get out, it, it's like over the rear view mirror in the center of the car. But finally, <sighs> I gave him a couple of hints. He figured out how to. But then 
but he crawled out again. He hit his head on the door and <laughs> and could barely barely get out. So yeah, you have to be a little. I'm, I'm yeah, short. Nimble. I could fit into some things. And hopefully. nimble. Yeah, you would fit. Yeah, I'm I'm short. Um, but I think too, really quick, uh, bringing it back to like the the museum itself and being in Newport over COVID, um, when you couldn't do like a ton of stuff. And like we were just saying, because it's so spacious in here and because it's a great way to social distance, people, I think, after that crazy time were looking to be engaged in stuff that they may have not ordinarily done. Like on weekends, instead of just chilling at home, like, let me go look at these this beautiful car museum and the mid-century modern furniture and the beautiful gift shop. And it's, you know, it was it's, a it, it's It's been absolutely amazing. Mm. During COVID, you know, we did all the protocols to make sure people were safe and People wore masks and things, and and um, it 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 worked it worked pretty well. But um, since things have slowed down on the COVID front, every month we've broken records in terms of attendance. So it is That's people incredible. coming out from underneath their bed and yeah, and, <laughs> and, uh, the and enjoying things. I you know I, I I I'm just amazed because we see the numbers on a day to day basis. And on Tuesday, I mean it's mm-hmm. Tuesday in April. Yeah. And we had 375 wow, people. Wow, that's uh, insane. Uh, I, uh, that's what I think. That's I, incredible. Yeah. That's... So we've we've we, we're so happy that um, we're providing something mm. um, for people who do want to get out after after COVID. Yeah. And where it's it's safe and um, uh, kids can have a good time. And uh, I mean, this is obviously a week of vacation, so a lot of a lot of families are coming and, and enjoy them. So. Yeah, and you can uh, you can make a day out of it. I noticed that there's an indoor golf place right over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick is very my, excited my, about the indoor my golf. Sons, yeah, it's it's uh, golf simulators, and yeah, and they come out and yeah. spend some time over at <laughs> yeah. the, the you golf play, place. And... Play most of the great golf courses in the world yeah. uh, on a on a simulator. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about you golf either, both. but it seems like fun. Yeah. Um, and what's cool too about this car museum um, is not only are the people of the state so f- interested in taking a trip down with their family, a day trip, whatever, people from all over are coming to see these beautiful cars in one space. And you're bringing like just this, I mean, obviously Rhode Island as a whole is a great place for any tourist to come, but like this is a huge attraction for people to come here and spend their money at the restaurants, at this museum specifically, but other museums, other attractions. And it's like things like this that you don't even realize, someone who, again, who's not a car, you know, fanatic, I wouldn't even imagine like, oh my God, people from like Europe are would come to see. I mean, honestly, I, I've i only saw one car walking in and I was like, oh man, this is so cool. So I can only imagine like when I walk through the rest of the museum, I'm going to be like blown away. But I'm, you know, I just think it's very cool that this spot for locals and for tourists alike is such a great you know, everyone's dying to come here and then the restaurants succeed and the hotels succeed. And it's, you know, this circle of great entrepreneurship and, you know, community and, you know, local business. And it just makes me so happy. No, it's, it's wonderful. I we, we get a car count and the number of cars that go by here, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, like you say, um, during COVID, obviously the, the foreign visitors dropped off. Yeah. But they're back, mm. and they're and I think the the summer it'll be, it'll be even more 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 people. Even though we're in Portsmouth, m- m- people have to sort of go by here if they come out <laughs> yeah. of Boston uh, to, to to the museum. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I think over the we'll, I think we'll 
will be in operation five years in 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 June, and um, now we're sort of on the map, yeah. along with the mansions and other things. I, I wouldn't have said that when we first started, but it's getting to be that way. That's one of the places that mm. that people really want to come, and we're so happy that. Um, people from all over the world. We 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 had a map with pins. Of, oh, that's that, cool. Where, where all the places were, and it, it's amazing. Yeah. The visitors this state attracts um, because of Newport, I think, and yeah. just because of all the wonderful things that you can do here. And and hopefully we're one of one of those. We were, totally. Yeah, it's it's easy for people who are from Rhode Island and who've lived in Rhode Island their whole lives to forget that like Newport was like the original vacation yeah. destination mm -hmm. like back like toward the beginning of this country newport yeah. was the original vacation destination and we're just so used to it being here our entire lives that mm -hmm. we kind of take it for granted but well, we're all watching that gilted age uh, series that's, yeah that's that's on now right? yeah, 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 yeah yeah and i think too like um with i mean this is no disrespect to the mansions because they're so beautiful but like as someone who grew up in rhode island i've seen all of those mansions a gajillion times. Yeah, I had my prom at one of them. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but like for me as an adult to be like, oh, there's a different sort of museum that attracts, you know, different a different group of people and a different type of thing to look at. Like it just adds more culture and community and all this stuff to this already great little, you know, community. Yeah, well, it's a, it's it's sort of a different experience. I think the mansions you you walk around in a group and yeah. thousands tell you. <coughs> about what was going on there. Here, um, I mean, one of the things that we've tried to do is that, um, one, give people an introduction when they walk in and not give them a map of where to go or force them into, um, you know, somebody walking them around. They go to, to the cars that they like. Yeah, I like that. And once a month we have hoods up for the real gearheads who oh, really want to cool. see what the engines are like and mm. things like that. And it's, yeah. that's always a big weekend for us because there are a lot of people. The the engines and on the cars that we have are as nice as the cars oh. on the outside. Oh, so, yeah. 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 So uh, that one right over my head. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds great. They, they're just amazing. <laughs> uh, and it's it's cool to like especially like kind of bringing it back to like not all people are car people, but I think all people can enjoy it too, is when you kind of, and I think we touched on it earlier, we were talking about how like you can kind of track where, you know, cars have followed a long progression of, yeah. of people as well. But then also just the history involved in the automobile industry mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of uh, foreign cars or, or European cars, uh, the manufacturers started as like either um, they made airplanes or they would make tank engines or they would do one of these things that was necessary to a cause and then parlayed that into making uh, vehicles or they started as just a race team and now they make regular. So like there's a lot of history that's involved. That's super interesting anyway. Yeah. The, the, well, I, I think one of the, one of the really interesting histories is um, the Isetta. Um, so BMW had cars before the second world war. They obviously built um, aviation engines, etc., And then, in the late 40s and early 50s, uh, German products weren't quite as in demand because yeah. of the, yeah, that makes the, sense. Uh, because of the war. So they were having some trouble financially. And one of the things they did, they went to this <coughs> this guy who was a refrigerator designer in Italy, mm -hmm. and he um, he designed the Isetta, which is essentially a refrigerator with. <laughs> 
three, two little wheels in the back and wheels in the front, and you open the door. It's like a refrigerator oh door. That's funny. And, and um, I think they said, well, if you if you get the only way you can get in the car is to open that refrigerator door. Um, what happens if you crash? So all of them had uh, sunroofs. Oh. So you could crawl out of that so if you crash. So, so, so you could get, get out. But it was the, the original smart car, and BMW sold 250,000 of those cars. Wow. And uh, it's sort of saved BMW for, you know, the wonderful car company it is today. We yeah. Them all in yeah and there's a lot of, like, you know, obviously beautiful cars that have been made uh, over the years. And then there's, like, just interesting ones. Like, I always thought the, was it the Volkswagen thing? Yeah. was, like, just super interesting. It's... Ridiculous military looking, vehicle. yeah. And it had, it had like a two cylinder motor in it, it goes like 30 miles an hour or something. Yeah. But like, they're just really cool looking, or you know, um, even the Volkswagen, a lot of the Volkswagen stuff, or like the Jeep was a military vehicle, and then right. it got trained, like just that kind of stuff. The, <clears throat> the history of it, um, whether or not something is uh beautiful, like, like the sports cars are, mm-hmm. versus just like um, practical. And some things are just practical and get popular for that too, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, my my son-in-law just bought a, a Jeep Wrangler, and I, mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell its roots were. <laughs> That's yeah, what I, I, have. I, I had a Wrangler for a long time. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, I I I I, I always <coughs> say it was an impulse buy the my Jeep Wrangler because like I have no business driving a Jeep Wrangler. I'm five <laughs> feet tall. I don't know anything about cars. I drove it to New Hampshire once. I didn't know how to make it like an all what it, like an all wheel drive vehicle. I didn't know you had to like put it in neutral and like do all this other. <laughs> I have no business owning this car. But man, do I feel cool getting in it and getting out of it? Honestly. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I had the slightly older. You have the newer body style, and I have like the smaller two door. I had one, and like I just enjoyed. I'm a pretty like bare bones like basic mm. kind of person with that kind of stuff i liked i had roll down windows <laughs> i you know would just take all the doors off and the top off and they would stay off as long as i could possibly do so it throughout cool. the entire so summer cool. they're it's fantastic very cool. it's so fun yeah. do you know what's weird to think about you just said that there's going to be a generation you know how like when you're in a car and you're like seeing someone you need to talk to them and you go like to roll down their window yeah yeah that's there's going to be people who don't know what that means <laughs> yeah like oh, yeah. the next generation is not going to know what that well, means. i mean people don't know what like the save button on a computer is a floppy disk like most that's kids true. don't know what a floppy disk oh, is <laughs> I, when, when kids come to work here or people come to work here one of the things i ask them is can you drive stick oh, oh no, yeah, absolutely not <laughs> my first like three cars were stick shift yeah i tried to drive stick shift once my husband tried to teach me and it was not it was not a good experience. I got honked at. I stalled. And we were like in a parking lot. And it was that I bad. I learned to drive stick shift on like a 1981 F250 with like 200,000 miles on it. That you had to like <laughs> slam your foot down and slam it into gear. Like, how it are, was ridiculous. How were you holding it on the hills? Uh, it, it took a while to figure that one out. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah, But it's hard to even find stick shifts anymore. Like, yeah, you uh, can't. My, I had a Volkswagen... No, I had a, my Mazda 3 um, when I bought it years and years ago. It was like one of my first new cars that I bought. And so it was affordable, yada, yada. It was the only stick shift in like three states. Wow. <laughs> like you couldn't find them anywhere. Well, we, we, we've, you know, we've all become steers because mm. everything's mm-hmm. automatic. It's funny because um, Porsches come out with some of their their GT models and, and, and things. And they they thought that very few people would want stick. Now... Both on you know the Ferraris and the Porsches, stick come at a premium. Yeah, because yeah, it's actually, more expensive, people, right? People want people want to be in more involved yeah. than than just steering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't just want the paddle shift. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well, and and even though everyone know, 
the, the computer is much faster than you can react. Oh, yeah. And it's, so the zero to 60 times with um, PDK, the Porsche automatic, is much, much faster than you can manually shift. But yeah. people still want to be engaged. So yeah. Well, I mean, if you wanted something that was just like the fastest zero to 60, you could get in like uh, the Tesla Plaid, which doesn't like two seconds flat or something. Yeah, but one you're nine. Not, one nine. Yeah, it's wow. wild. But you're not shifting. You don't have like the mechanical gearbox. You can't feel the rumble of the engine. Like it's it's just a completely different story. Can I ask a question? Sure. A car based question. So like like I said, my husband really loves cars and his he likes the he drives like, I don't know, the fast Volvo S R design Polestar. I don't know what it's called. Anyway. <laughs> and he's like, oh my new car is, you know, he throws out a number and it's really fast, whatever. What is the appeal of driving a car that goes that fast in a pedestrian? Le- you can't go that fast. This is like an actual question. Like, not, not legally, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Practically. <laughs> but the true. appeal, like, so that's the thing with like the Teslas too. Yeah. Where, like the appeal is, I, and I and, still haven't done it, but when somebody steps on it, it will just, the G-forces uh, uh, is wild. As you come into the museum, after you go by the guard station, there's yeah. a straightaway that comes into the parking lot. Oh, man. And I, I, I drive this... Um, this Porsche GT2 RS, and I, I stop there. I put it in launch mode, and there's a little gauge that tells you the G-force that oh you're, you're creating when you step on it. And, and it's supposed to be 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. I don't know if that's the case or not because I'm. It, it takes your breath away. <gasps> but one, because you're so – the G-force really so takes your breath away. It'll but also you. you're so scared. I can't. I, even I, haven't, I haven't looked down at the G's. I guess because <laughs> I'm trying to hang on. Yeah, know? right. Yeah. And do you know? So I was actually we were talking before um, we started talking about. I recently became very obsessed with Formula One, uh-huh. and I love watching it. And I was actually just listening to an interview because if you had said the thing about the G force, I would have no idea what you're talking about. But I just watched this interview about them, and that he was saying like the G force is like five something, and it feels like your head weighs like 150 pounds, and like your body could like potentially explode in yeah. itself. That's like, why they all have like cr- all the neck braces. Yeah, and, yeah. it's right. insane. And that's why they do all those like crazy like um, exercises where they like get like a bunch of weight pushed on their head. Like why? Uh, it's, <laughs> that sounds Because so it's uncom- awesome. <laughs> that sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was out at um, Miller International Raceway doing a, 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 a racetrack uh, two-day event to, to do the um, – the, the uh, uh, Ford GT350s. And um, th- this first day, we drove around with the cars and stuff. And the second day, th- we drove the, the uh, 302s, and they had all the racing gear and stuff like that, including the helmet, which is, you know, the, the thing around your neck and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I got claustrophobic <gasps> because I don't know how these guys do it because the the Mm-mm. the you can only see straight ahead. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And and you put that helmet on and you put the thing on your neck and and then you're going 200 miles per hour. Well, and we didn't go that fast, but we went pretty fast. Yeah. It's it's I, you have to be somebody very special. To yeah, do that. you have to be. Yeah. Like yeah. the guys uh, that do the the really long NASCAR races, and they're just it's like an entire day, like behind the car, the wheel of a yeah. car. So hot in there. You're in all of Don't your gear. Don't they like gear. lose weight because they're sweating yeah. so much? Yep. That's crazy. 
I mean, I get you it. You pee in a bag, I think. Do yeah. you really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I just, I think like, well, I am, now that I do like something that is car-based Formula One, it is cool because I understand a little bit more or like, you know, before I started watching it, I would have, like I said, no idea what G-Force is or like being able to understand what like the neck brace and the cooling suit and like all these things that they have to do to Yeah, you want to talk about engineering. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. They change tires in like a second. Oh, that's yeah. that's amazing. What the, the heck? Stuff really cool. yeah. I can't do anything in a second. They change four <laughs> tires and they warm them up. It, it's insane. It's insanity. It's but really it's cool. very interesting to watch. It's very yeah. cool. Do you like Formula One? Yeah. yeah you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so... No one around here, like in the United States, likes Formula it's One. It's becoming really... the That's one thing that that Netflix series did for yeah. it is it's becoming super popular here. Yeah. It's because yeah. my husband, like, so his birthday's on Sunday and there's a race. There's a, a, a Formula One race. And I was like, oh, maybe we can go watch it somewhere. And he's like, no, nowhere's playing that race anywhere around here. And I'm like, oh, man, like that stinks because it's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. It is. Cool. It is and, and, you know, Mercedes dominated for about five years. Now, this year, it's a little more wide open. Yeah, right? Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. They, it was, they, uh, the they changed the specs and the design. What, you know, they always change the rules a little bit. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then you, they have to design around the rules. Yeah, that the uh, was a mo- the Ford versus Ferrari movie. That was pretty cool too. Uh, to kind of go cool. into all that, and that was a, a a really cool way to kind of go back and and tell that story and have it be really interesting with great actors. Is too. that about the owners of Ford and Ferrari, or is that about the cars themselves? I haven't both. seen it. Both. Oh, yeah, that's both. cool. Yeah, both. Oh, you got to see the movie. All right, I'll see it. Talk- uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. both of those actors. Yeah. 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 I can I can get behind that. Yeah. And, <laughs> I can do that. Henry Ford the the second mm-hmm. tried to buy Ferrari and Ferrari turned him down. So he ah. says, I'm gonna build a car that's gonna beat them. Ah and, and they got Carol Shelby to do it. It's a fun yeah. movie. And yeah, Ford really and Ford is an American company. Yep. And yep. that feels very American, like they won't let me have it, so I'm gonna do something. Well we'll uh, talk about like <laughs> like things, you know, uh being spurred on by the automotive industry. Like that's where like your production assembly line mm. comes from. It's Ford. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited about um, getting – I'm very excited, obviously, getting to chat with you. This has been, like, so cool and so incredible. And I feel like we haven't even, like, touched the surface on all the cool things about you, about the car museum, about your wonderful wife. Like, there's so many things. We're going to – next time you're in Newport, we're going to – or, sorry, Portsmouth, wherever, wherever we are. Aquidneck Island. Aquidneck Island. Island. Yeah, there, there go. we go. <laughs> All-encompassing. I feel like if you're from, from Rhode Island, if you say Newport, you, you understand that it's, like, yeah. somewhere in that, you around know. Around the island. Around the island. Um, but I'm so excited about getting to actually explore now that I've heard from you about like car, like different aspects about it, different ways that you've, you know, got them and how, how they ended up here. I'm very excited to know that and take that and like go explore. That's great. That's great. Um, like I said, you know, not about me. It's about the, the cars and the museum. But um um, it's been wonderful speaking with you. I know it's yeah, great. This has been a lot of fun. I know, and and thank you so much, and 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 thank you to your whole team. And we obviously will, when we do our little intro, we'll give everyone the address for this beautiful place. You got to come and enjoy it with your kids, your family, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. Yeah, whole nine yards. Yeah. I think I think everybody could enjoy it. Oh, it's totally. Just, it's really cool. Yeah. I want, again, our whole object here is to enjoy the cars and put smiles on people's faces. I think. 
Oh, yeah. I, I, like I say, when people come, I said, if you don't see a car here that you like, I'll give you your money back. <laughs> or could we just come to you and be like, I really like this kind of car. Can you find that one and bring it here? That would be fun. <laughs> that would be that, good, right? That, ha- that, happens, Might get pricey. A, that, happens, that happens a lot. But uh, again, I only buy cars I like. Yeah. True, true, true. That makes sense. Um, well, Gunther, thank you so much. This was lovely. Um, and we can't wait to go explore the car museum. This has been wonderful. Yeah, thank you. This was, this was a lot of fun. Enjoy. Go have fun. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.